0: Welcome to Sell Like You, the ultimate sales podcast that will teach you how to make sales your superpower, transform your mindset, and in doing so, explode your sales beyond your wildest dreams. I'm Harriet Meller, and over the last 17 years, I've helped hundreds of top companies around the world, including my own, make more money and qualify more leads using simple strategies that work. In this podcast, you'll learn how I generated over 10 million in annual sales, along with the sales techniques, processes, and tools that will work for you to generate more dream aligned clients and scale your business beyond what you thought was possible. If you're sick of the boring, outdated, and pushy sales tactics of the past, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. And welcome back to another episode of Sell Like You with me, Harriet Meller. Excited to have you back, be in your ears. And today I am sharing with you some examples of positioning your pricing, how we can show up when we believe that our client can't afford what it is that we're putting forward. We make those assumptions for them, but also how to manage uh, an opportunity, especially if you're dealing with larger or higher ticket items, how you can position the price point before you go away and do all that work. Okay so again discovery certainly comes into it but I'm going to share a couple of examples they're going to help you to see whether a you are doing this whether you are projecting your your concerns about your price onto others but also how you can how you can test the waters with a higher price point ticket or higher priced item and still be successful so I'm gonna start off by sharing with you an example. So I did this, this example is is I did this totally by accident. I was not aware of what I was doing. But at the end of it, I was like, holy moly, this is impactful. This is so powerful. And it was just really great for me to be able to witness that and see that for myself so that now I can support I, I could then use that for others, but I can now support others in doing that as well. So this was about eight, I'm gonna say about eight years ago. And I was working in IT sales and um, I had a client that was interested in the latest technology. Uh, it was an all-flash storage array and he was super excited about this this, this product. And I, at the time, had quoted another option uh, or we were starting to position another option. And he said, how much is this going to cost? And I was like, ooh. I don't know, and I just done one recently, and it was about a million dollars for the investment for another client. And I was like, "There's no way he's going to spend a million dollars on this because the I think the previous uh, solution we put in was maybe around that 350 400 mark. Anyway, I um I kind of threw that out there because I was like, "I'm not going to waste my time. I'm not going to I'm not going to get the vendor out here and do all this if if this price point is just way out of out of their budget. So I said, "Look, you're probably looking about." For that capacity, we're looking at about a million dollars, and he said that he was like, "Okay, all right, a million dollars." And I was like, "Okay." He didn't fall off his chair. He didn't say no, (laughs) and he said in return, he said, "Okay, I might be able to swing it." He said, "Uh, "Can we get a bit bit more information?" So I arranged a demo and a scoping session, and. Knowing this, again, obviously, bearing in mind now, I've said a million dollars. And so I'm thinking, OK, well, I wonder what this is going to come back with. So did the demo, did the scoping session. The quote came back at just over $600,000. So I went back to him and said, look, we've just we've had the quote come back. And um, it's come back in way under what I'd kind of initially presented that at. And I said, it's coming at $600,000 or whatever the exact price point was. It was never a round figure in tech. Um, and so it came in at 600000 just over. And he was like, awesome, great. Signed it off, order placed, off we went. And I was like, why was that so, like, that how, it's still $600,000. It's still probably close to double the price of what he'd paid previously. But the perceived value based on this technology, which was certainly there, the belief in the product, the technology was certainly there. But what I realized that I'd done was I just saved him, Four hundred thousand dollars. So he had seen that as a saving, without me intentionally doing that. I'd position the price point million dollars. He thought about it. He worked how he how he could fit that into the budget, knowing what the return was for the for the business. But then when I brought back the price point of just over six hundred thousand dollars, he was like, "She just saved me close to four hundred thousand dollars." That was a win in his eyes. Okay. How incredible, how powerful is that? And so when somebody asks you for pricing... Again, if you if you don't know if it is tailored specifically, and again, if you if you're working in IT sales, it, it will be generally tailored. Uh, there'll be some RRP prices, um, but whatever it is that you are that you are working with, whatever service or product you are delivering, you may have set prices. They may be on your website, uh, or you may have tailored prices, and you may need to find out more. But by giving them a range or an idea, or based on where you're at, I've just done somebody recently, or I just had somebody sign up recently, their their investment was around this much, or, or you can expect between this and between this. That's a really good way to start, because you get to feel that out. Now, when I realised what I had done and the impact, I then started implementing that in other opportunities. Now, it never seemed to work out in the same way in terms of the fact that I threw out this massive number and then we came in under because that wouldn't always be the case. And again, I was giving an example based on rough figures. It was totally new to the market. We hadn't sold that product that often at that point. But what I was able to do was that when I was scoping something out, because of the depth of discovery that I'd done, the depth of of, uh, qualification that I'd done, I would always be pretty aware of what the investment point would be and what I thought or what i believed i would be able to to position comfortably now again in tech, in other industries as well, we can think that something is going to come across as something else. And actually, when we get the price point, the price has changed. I mean, right now, prices are changing every single week, every single month with the fluctuation of the conversion rates, but but more to the point in terms of availability of, of, the, of the technology. And so what I would often do is is then I would call the client. We've done the discovery. I've got the scoping. I've, I'm getting the quotes back and I'm going, whew, these are these are higher than I was expecting. I wonder whether my client feels the same way. And so what I would do is I would call them and say, I'm just calling. I'm just doing a fall off your chair test. (laughs) I'm just getting some quotes back. I'm not quite there yet, but we are looking around the 95,000, the 625,000, the 1.2 million. Am I on the right track? Have you fallen off your chair? Okay. And this does a couple of things. One is it allows me to know how much time and effort I'm spending on this but I'm able to get a gauge immediately of whether I'm way out or whether I'm still in the ballpark and the impact of doing that meant that I could then focus my time on what was important to my clients but it meant then I could pause and reflect and either get them another solution look at another solution or continue on, maybe not go into as much detail, but just say, look, this is kind of where we're sitting. I know based on our call, this was a little further out than you're expecting, but I've still put it together. It's here. Let's run through it. Let's jump back on the call. Let's go through your needs. Let's go through what we've included and see if there's anything we can play around with to get it closer to the point. Because often if we ask for budgets, we're generally not given the true budget and think about it. If you go and look to buy a car, buy a house, someone says, what's your budget? You generally lie. You generally don't say the exact budget is $112,000 for this Mercedes that I want to buy. You'll generally say, I don't have a budget. I don't know. You might say 80. Um, You know, it just really depends on, on what state you're in and what it is that you want to do. But but more often than not, think about what you do. I can guarantee Well, the chances are you are not giving them the truth. So when we ask for budget from our clients or potential clients, we're generally not getting the truth. So we're giving them permission to lie at that point and we don't want to do that. So by scoping that out, having belief in the outcome, and again, if we're focused on outcome and we have no idea how much this is going to cost and they have no idea how much this is going to cost, we can still present it, but we need to highlight back what are the three key areas that we're covering? Why have we gone for this solution and so if you are showing up from a place and again I'm I'm probably speaking more to small businesses at this point or individual business owners is that if you have got a price point for something that you are offering and you are fearing delivering your price and you are fearing whether your client is ready to invest or or will part with that amount of money then there's a couple of things we need to do first because we don't want to show up in a place where we don't believe that somebody can afford or is going to invest in our product or service and this comes down to attaching from the outcome and this is that's going to be definitely another another episode. It's not for today. But when we attach the outcome, we're focusing so heavily on closing that client, closing that sale, generating that revenue. And we really don't want to be doing that. But we want to go in from a place of we can support, how we can support and how we believe that what it is that we are delivering is going to impact their life or their business. And so if we are showing up from a place of uncertainty of delivery, it means the chances are we haven't qualified enough. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that I talk about qualification as the core, should be at the core, it is the core, vision it as the core of your entire sales process, your entire sales opportunity, the journey that you take your leads and opportunities on. Qualification is at the core of it. It should carry you through all the way to the end. So if you are getting to the point where you are afraid of delivering your price point because you don't believe or you think it may be out of their budget, you haven't done a good enough job at qualification. You haven't understood their needs because what's the return on investment for them? What happens when they do that? What happens when they go ahead? But but what happens if they don't do? If they don't go ahead? What happens if they do nothing? What happens if they stay exactly where they are? Now mindset plays a massive part in that in terms of belief in what it is that you offer. We've also then got then the qualification piece which I just mentioned. Um, but again, delivering that with no attachment to the outcome. Alyssa Nabriga has some incredible videos and content about money mindset and delivering price points. um, Which, again, if you're an individual um, business owner, if you're a small business owner, then I would recommend that that you check them out. I'll I'll find a couple that I really like and I'll pop them in the show notes because I think that that will really help you. Um, But you should only be pitching your offering or services if you know exactly what they need, they want, or desire, and know the impact of their offering you understand the alternative. Like I said, what happens if they don't do this? And you also need to truly believe that your offering is right for them because remember in sales, it should always be win-win. Okay. Now, if you are concerned about your pricing, you can test the water you can test the water in discovery. You can test the water post discovery if you are pulling this together and going, "Oh, am I way off the mark here? Maybe I haven't understood." You can go back in and ask a couple more questions. I was caught up with a with a friend yesterday um, who's in recruitment, and he was saying, "He said, you know, if I get through discovery and I and I do and I think I've done a good enough job, and I jump off, and I remember there's one thing I've not asked, I will always pick up the phone and call them back." But he said he doesn't think that that other recruiters are doing that if they haven't got the experience all the knowledge again it's okay if you didn't quite ask everything and we need to go back but we need to make sure we go back at that point where we are able to discover and qualify and go a little bit deeper and not when we've delivered pricing and we're asking for their commitment because it's a little bit too late at that point and may not come across in the right way so remember that Sales should be delivered in a way coming from belief. We should only be delivering options to our potential clients if we believe it's right for them. If not, we should walk away. If not, we should say no. We should add value. We should recommend somebody else and walk away. Okay. We shouldn't be selling to people that don't, that, that we don't believe will benefit from what it is that we're offering. And like I said, when we're showing up from a place of uncertainty and we're like, oh, I don't know whether they can afford this. This probably is going to be too expensive. Remember, you show up in that energy. You show up from a place of uncertainty, and your clients will know that. They'll see that in your delivery. So again, come back to that qualification. Come back to that discovery. Position some price points around that. I was on a call the other day where I've invested um, in in my mentor for next year, and and the first the first thing that the that the pre qualification call did was tells me how much it is. Because they're trying to weed that out. They're looking at that at that shock factor, maybe. Uh, or they're looking at the point of, I've been given the price point. Is that way out of my budget? Or am I now kind of going, okay, yeah, that's all right. But let's, you know, still got to do some scoping, still got to make sure it's right, still got to make sure that, that the return on investment is there. But that sticker shock isn't there for me at that point. So we continued on the conversation. Now, something may change that later on down the line. Now, I have, I've already signed up, but but later on down the line, that could have changed. I could have said, I don't believe in that, in, in what it is. I, I'm not sure whether I will get that result. I'm not sure that investment is right for me. But again, anytime I'm investing, I'm always thinking about what can I get back from this? What will I get from this? How much further along in my journey will I be if I invest in this? I'm not looking at it as a, as an outlay, as a, as a cost, as an expense. I'm looking at it as an investment. So again, your client should be looking at you, your product, your service as an investment. What's the return on investment? Why should they do it? what are we showing up for? So whenever you're delivering your pricing back, deliver that price point, that investment point with a recap on why. Why are you positioning this? Why is this the best next step for them? Why should they consider your offering? Think about that. Think about the other people you've supported. Think about that storytelling element and show up from that place. Don't show up from a place of uncertainty or I'm not sure whether they can afford that. I'll definitely pop the pop the show notes that pop in the show notes that the videos that I mentioned from a listener because she's incredible love her um, but definitely review back point if you are selling a higher ticket item and you are midway through scoping something out or you are about to put together this this quote before you hit send on an email with the quote on there remember they're going to have time to see it and then they can start screening your calls or blocking your calls or not answering your calls if that really has made them fall off their chair but do that from a place of like just checking just before I hit send or I'm I'm pulling this together and I'm already at this price point I'm already at that $90,000 mark I'm already at you know the $10,000 mark I just want to make sure this is still feasible before I continue or do we need to reflect and look at a few things we could take out have that conversation first Do that touch point first, see what happens, see what feedback they give to you, and then you'll know how to proceed. But share it from a place of belief. You've got this, you know what you can do, you know what you're capable of, you know what your product or service is capable of. You've got other people that have attested to that. So remind yourself of that, share that story, use that in your conversation. You'll have a much bigger impact, you'll be less attached to that outcome, you'll be less attached to whether they can afford it or not, because you're delivering from a place of value, you're serving first. Let me know if that helps. I know it may be something new. If that's a new technique you're going to try out, think about who it would work on. Think about testing the water along the way. See how that goes for you, especially if you're doing bigger tickets. I'm sure it will help you. It will give you another perspective. It works for me. It works for my clients. Definitely give it a go. Let me know if you do it. Drop me a DM on LinkedIn, search Harriet Meller, or you can find me over on Harriet Sales Coach on Instagram and I love hearing from you if you are listening to this and you are loving it then please share please leave a review please follow make sure you don't ever miss another episode I try to give as much free free content free value I try to give tips that you can implement into your business on my solo episodes and then I bring on those incredible guests that share a different point of view that share another another way of looking at things um and I hope that it's helping for you but let me know if you've got questions you want me to answer I can answer them anonymously I can answer them directly to you as well Uh, but thank you for being here thanks for being for allowing me to be in your ears and I'll be back next week with more guests more tips more tools all about sales I hope you've enjoyed it have a wonderful week of selling and I'll be back soon